Welcome to the Eat Like an Italian podcast, where we will discuss the rationale, benefits, and practical application of the Mediterranean diet. We will explain how to maintain healthy eating habits without actually dieting, while at the same time enjoying some of the best cuisine on the planet. The centuries-old food traditions found in Italy still provide the most accurate template for a long and active life in the 21st century. We'll dive into the what of these practices, but we'll also unpack the why, so that we can better understand the direct links between lifestyle choices and overall well-being. Join us in the kitchen and at the table for a generous helping of delicious food. Here's to your health. Ciao. Okay, so last time I talked a little bit about the Mediterranean diet and some of the health benefits of it. Uh, we want to get some more specifics today on actually how to accomplish that. Meaning, um, you know, how do you go from eating your normal global industrial diet to transitioning to a more traditional Mediterranean diet? I mean, when you do anything like this, it's it's not easy at first because you look at the, you know, the task as being sort of overwhelming, and you say, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna." I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to, you know, cut all the junk. I'm going to stop drinking so much. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to, and all this becomes overwhelming if you try to look at it all at once like that. So, what I like to do is break it down into steps. And specifically, I've outlined six steps in which we can accomplish this without any one of the steps being too overwhelming. So, if you do one step at a time, and you know, you could do it as as quickly or as slowly as you think you need to. My baseline uh, standard default schedule would be like a week for each step, but it could be a little more, it could be a little less, you know, whatever works for you. But the important thing is to just take these little um, these little steps one at a time, so you don't feel overwhelmed by the entire task of completely changing your lifestyle, which is you know what you're what you're being asked to do. So uh, step one in this process is is simple. I mean, it's not necessarily easy, but it is simple. In fact, this whole thing is simple, not necessarily easy. But step one is to just cut out all the junk. So we eat whatever you like, except for the things that we all know are absolute junk. Uh, cookies, candy, chips, deep fried foods, cured meats, drive through fast food, soft drinks is a really big one. Um, anything like that. So just the crap that we know is absolute junk. So don't worry about if you want to have a hamburger, have a hamburger. If you want to eat pasta, eat pasta. You know, pasta is not junk anyway if you prepare it correctly. But some things we all just know, these chips, these crackers, these, you know, pretzels, this popcorn with a lot of, you know, fake butter on it, uh, all, all these things are just obvious stuff that we can eliminate without too much um, trauma to our lifestyle. So these things are, you know, calorie-dense, nutrition, nutritionally poor foods. They induce cravings and they encourage us to eat more than we really need. There's a lot of salt. There's a lot of... Um, bad fats. There's a lot of refined sugar. So just get rid of all this crap. And if it takes, you know, four or five days, great. If it takes a week and a half, great. If it takes two weeks, that's fine. Shouldn't take any more than that for this first step because this first step is pretty easy. So then the second step uh, is gets a little tougher now, but, you know, we don't want to be too strict with this. Just eat a little less overall. So keep up the good work from step one, but now also try to reduce total calorie intake. Nothing extreme. Eat what you like other than the junk, you know, mentioned in step one, but reduce portion size and limit the between meal snacks. So I'm not suggesting that you cut your food intake in half, but maybe by like 15 or 20%.
And, uh, you know, as you, as it goes on with this diet, you may find you can even do more than that. In fact, you may get to that half, cutting it in half, but don't, don't worry about that right now. Just, you know, eat less, the portion size and, and try to eliminate most of your between meal snacking and not even all of that. So, you know, counting calories doesn't really make sense in, the, in a long-term lifestyle plan, but in the beginning, it can help to, to know where you're at and, and where you want to go. There's this Japanese saying of, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, is hara hachibu, which means leave your table when you're 80% full. So I don't know if the Mediterranean diet has that exact translation, but, you know, they, they do have that sort of philosophical um, idea of not eating, not stuffing yourself. I mean, okay, maybe on a holiday or a fest, you know, a, a wedding or a Christmas or something like that, you know, you go crazy. But, you know, 360 days out of the year, we're going to eat a sensible amount and, and that's it. It doesn't mean to starve yourself. It just means eat a sensible amount. Um, you know, I mean, conventional wisdom advocates calories expended should exceed calories taken in in order to produce weight loss. But you know, there is some truth to that, but it's not really that simple because, okay, for example, if people say, all right, eat less, exercise more. Great. But if you have just one Coca-Cola, that would require over an hour of biking to burn it off. So on the other hand, you know, 160 calories of almonds versus 160 calories of Coke. I mean, we have to look at, you know, the differences between these two you know, foods that we're taking in because these are these two different energy sources, I should say, uh, and they're not equal. So you need to understand what you're eating and how much that's going to create uh, an excess of calories in your diet. So step three, step three. Okay. Uh, this is about narrowing your food window. Now, uh, what I mean by window is time. So how, when do we eat? So the thing you don't want to do is wake up first thing in the morning, eat a big breakfast, you know, eat your meals all day, snack all day, and then have a midnight snack before you go to bed. And, you know, that's, that's the wrong thing to do. You know, there was an old saying that was like, oh, you know, don't have two or three big meals a day. You should eat constantly throughout the day because this will level out your glucose. But that turns out not to be true. You should absolutely not do that. You should have two big meals and maybe one small meal in the day and uh, and they should be limited to a, a food window. So some people call this intermittent, intermittent fasting or time-restricted eating. Uh, so this produces weight loss even when the total caloric intake remains the same. You can pick a schedule that works for you, but as a default, consider limiting all your food consumption between 9 a.m. and 7 p.m. So before 9 in the morning or after 7 at night, you only consume non-caloric liquids such as water, zero calorie flavored sparkling water, coffee or tea, a wedge of lemon is okay, but no cream or sugar in your coffee, certainly no diet soft drinks because those are in some cases worse than the, the regular soft drinks because they fool your body into you know, uh, elevating your glucose level. So anyway, this is, this is the idea. You, you limit your, your food window to you know, very, well, you can even make it less, but if you say 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., that's reasonable, that's doable for almost everybody. You can go, you go a little further than that if you want to down the road where you maybe don't eat until 10 or 11 in the morning and finish eating by 7. Uh, so there, the other rule is sort of like, you know, don't eat anything, you know, one or two hours 
after waking up and don't eat anything, you know, two or three hours before going to bed. So think of it that way too. Anyway, this works great. And this is a huge step and it's not that hard. And, um, this really goes a long way in leveling out your, your blood glucose level, your glucose tolerance, and basically keeping, keeping off the extra weight. So that's that. Step four, uh, add a little movement. And now, okay, this isn't a diet thing, but it's part of a lifestyle. So, you know, you just got to move throughout the day. I think a lot of us have sedentary lifestyles where we have jobs at a desk, where we work on a computer, and we don't really move a lot through the day. So this is not talking about going to the gym. This is saying, well, you know, uh, let's have a walk for 20 or 30 minutes after lunch and maybe another 20 or 30 minutes after dinner. And that is it. I mean, you can do it in the morning if that works better for your schedule. Uh, whatever you can figure out, you know, obviously even better still if you can do a little gardening or if you can do a little, you know, light housework. Um, you can go to the gym and work out if you enjoy it. And I think people who enjoy exercising should continue to do it. But never make yourself go to the gym or to lift weights or to uh, run a marathon or anything like that if it's not something you enjoy. There's plenty of ways to get that sa those same health benefits by just movement or normal exercise. Uh, you can do, instead of you know going to the gym and lifting weights, do body weight exercises. So push-ups and sit-ups and squats and things like that, just with your own body weight. You don't have to add any barbells or dumbbells or anything. Just do that sort of thing. And that's plenty to get the health benefits. Now, you're not going to win any, you know, athletic contests or, you know, Olympic gold medals, but you're going to get all the health benefits you need to promote a healthy lifestyle and, and just, a you know, overall well-being. Okay. So, uh, next step, reduce animal protein. So again, the Mediterranean diet is not about it's not about being a, a vegan or a vegetarian. It's it's about you know eating less meat, making meat and animal protein a smaller part of your daily diet. Um, again, you don't have to eliminate anything really from the Mediterranean diet except the absolute crap that we mentioned in um, in step one. So, you know, Cheetos and pretzels and you know corn chips and all that stuff. You got to eliminate those, but you don't have to eliminate meat. You, you can eat a burger once in a while. Uh, but, you know, make sure these are high quality proteins, such as cold water, wild caught fish, free range organic chicken, grass fed beef. I mean, it seems like a small thing and you think, oh, it tastes the same as the other. No, number one, it's going to taste better. Number two, it is better for you, especially over the long term. Great. One meal of a McDonald's hamburger isn't going to kill you. But if you had McDonald's hamburgers three times a week for your whole life versus uh, grass-fed ground beef, you know, high-quality beef three times a week for your whole life, it's going to make a huge difference in your overall health. So, um, you know, focus on that on the long term. Um, okay, and the final step is just replace the bad carbs with good carbs. So, you know, the old thinking where carbs are good, fats are bad. And later they told us we need more protein, we should cut out the carbs, uh, cut out the gluten, cut out the, you know, I mean, no. So here, here's the thing. There are good fats and bad fats. There are good proteins and bad proteins, and there are good carbs and bad carbs. So which bad carbs should we eliminate? Well, first and foremost is refined sugar and processed wheat. Um, you might say to yourself, well, we already got rid of those in step one. Well, yes and no. I mean, we got rid of the obvious ones like candy bars and glazed donuts. But refined sugar and processed grains hide everywhere. High fructose corn syrup, uh, you know, in your soft drinks. But even in things like bread, they put 
this crap in there. And uh, you got to really be this. This is this may be the hardest one, only because it requires the most thought. It's not the most difficult as far as uh, retraining your eating habits, but it, it may be the most difficult re regarding um, you know how you have to think about this stuff and, and the research you have to do and look into the food that you're buying and eating because. Um, you know, these things are bad and they're hiding everywhere. And that's the hard part is because they really are truly hiding. Uh, you you know, like, I mean, you shouldn't be eating ketchup, but ketchup has more sugar than, than a Coca-Cola, you know, per, per uh, volume. So, you know, look into the foods that you're eating. Make sure that they're as whole as possible, meaning as minimally processed. So if you buy a loaf of bread and you look at the ingredients and it's got like three or four ingredients, that's great. That's probably the bread you want. Now, if you look at it and it's got a whole list of ingredients, and half of which you can't pronounce, then you shouldn't be eating that bread. Even if it says on the label, healthy bread, whole grain, mixed grains, uh, whatever they're, they're going to say, gluten-free, sucrose-free. I mean, they're going to say all this stuff, and none of it makes any difference at all. What matters is you know, what, it, what the ingredients are, if they're really close to their natural state as being unprocessed as possible. So that's the thing to look for. And again, this is hard. I'm going to talk more about this on the website. Again, eatlikeanitalian.com. I'm going to have a lot more information on this. So um, those are the six steps. Just really quickly to go through them again. Step one, cut out all the junk. So just the absolute crap that we know, the fast food, the, you know, the donuts, the cured meats, the soft drinks. We know those things are crap. Get rid of them. This should be easy. You know, you don't have to cut out the, the, the meat or the cheese or anything like that. I mean, just cut out the junk in step one. Step two, eat a little less overall. Now, this may be the hardest because, yeah, I mean, you know, there, there may be um, just a habit of wanting to reach for food throughout the day and snack. But that's, the, that's what you don't want to do is, is continuously eat snack, which goes into step three, which is to narrow your food window. So we're going to have like two big meals, lunch and dinner, and one small meal, which is breakfast. And that small meal is going to occur, you know, mid-morning, not at 7 o'clock when you first wake up, but more like 9 or 9.30 or 10 or 10.30 even. So have that breakfast as late as possible and make it a small breakfast. Maybe some fruit, maybe a, a piece of toast, uh, good quality bread, but a toast, um, something like that. Um, some yogurt is fine as long as it doesn't have a ton of chemicals and sugar in it. Uh, things like that would be great for breakfast and make it as late as possible. So step three was narrow your food window. This is also called time-restricted eating. Step four is adding a little movement. So this is just walking twice a day. Um, once a day if you can do it. I mean, if twice a day is obviously better. And you don't have to power walk. You don't have to run. You don't have to carry weights with you. Just do a nice, brisk walk doesn't have to be a fast walk, but just don't stroll either. Just make sure it's a walk. Um, step five is reduce animal protein. Again, we're not talking about being a vegetarian or a vegan. We're just going to eat less animal protein, and it's going to be of higher quality. You're going to pay a little more, but you're going to eat less of it. So in the end, um, you're going to pay more you know, per, per serving, but it's going to be fewer servings and smaller servings. So in the end, I think you're going to save money on that as well. And the final step is step six, which is to replace bad carbs with good carbs. So you're going to have to start reading the labels. Get rid of the refined sugar. Get rid of the processed wheat. Uh, but eat good carbs. And uh, carbs are a big part of the Mediterranean diet. So don't think the carbs are bad. Don't listen to all the hype about, you know, I mean, the, you've got the paleo diet. You've got the Atkins diet. And you've got the, you know, caveman. I mean, you know, just 
common sense should rule here. I mean, you look at the Mediterranean diet. They've been doing it for centuries, and they are the longest-lived people on the planet still today. So um, that's it. Six steps. Hope you can do it. Try to do it. Take your time. Don't get discouraged. Just keep going. Always keep going. Ciao. Well, that's it for today's episode. Come back next time for another generous helping of straight talk about the benefits of a Mediterranean diet. And find us on our website at eatlikeanitalian.com. Ciao.